to Marianne and Jace to the Diary Room, a podcast where two dickheads with correct opinions recap classic Australian reality TV <laughs> show, Big Brother, hosted by me, Jace. And me, Marianne. Uh, how has your... Okay, full disclosure, we had to start this again. We had a lot of technical difficulties the first time we tried to record this. This was a nightmare tonight. Oh. Um, really testing my love of talking about Big Brother. <laughs> I was just going to power through it and just do it again, but I really feel like I need to let the people know what was going on. Yeah. It feels fake otherwise. <laughs> exactly. We're, we're all about realness and reality here. I can't believe I've secured a night when no one else is in the house and then <laughs> we've but wasted an entire hour. One around. whole hour trying to get this shit done when everything was fine and we hadn't touched a single fucking setting. Uh, I can't believe it. But anyway, here we are. We're um, here, we're back, we're fine, everything's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll just let everyone know that I was considering doing an alternate hello this week <laughs> instead of the Gretel Colleen hello. I was thinking about doing... Um, there's a scene where Blair goes into the chicken coop with Lisa and Lisa tells him that uh, it soothes the chickens if you talk to them. And then Blair's like, hello, in this like <laughs> horrible little puppet voice. So soothing. Yeah. Oh, nothing soothes a, soothes a chicken like a weird puppet voice. Blair is so good at voices. <laughs> he really is just like busting out different characters at every opportunity. I do completely relate to him because I love to bust, like to bust out characters and to do voices. Um, the difference is I think I'm quite good at them. Or he thinks he's quite good at them too. He, yeah, he does. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Am I Blair? Am I completely delusional? <laughs> oh no. I don't know if he has like a, um, you weren't a theatre kid, but you were in that vicinity. I, w- I was a drama kid for sure. Yeah. I did plays. I was in ads. <laughs> you sung at the Olympics. Is that correct? I did. I did sing at the Olympics. Yes. let's just go through my entire performing resume right now yeah why not we've we've got so much time to spare tonight yeah just to launch back into um this week um i'm feeling more comfortable because the tides have started to turn on todd yes he is no longer a um what they say that he was creating like a good atmosphere yeah Uh, he's not the atmosphere guy anymore he's, he's lost that crown (laughs) um i think he lost that crown along with the dreadlocks that he lost yeah maybe that was like the uh yeah the key to his like a real samson moment he cut off all the bad vibes (laughs) gone um so what is their task this week so at at day 14 it's the morning of the eviction so andy hasn't left yet she's still in the house the task is 50%. They bet 50% of their budget on being able to do circus acts. Mm-hmm. And the circus acts are like balloon animals. Yeah. Juggling. juggling stilts. Stilts. I think there's like fire twirling. Mm-hmm. A unicycle is involved. <laughs> That's how you know it's a party when there's a unicycle involved. <laughs> there's a local, oh, there's like a, a, lasso, a lasso moment. Oh, yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> I wouldn't really consider that a circus thing, but whatever. <laughs> no, me either. Peter is teaching Don- Johnny to juggle because apparently that's another one of Peter's many skills. He's a skilled man. Yes, he knows wine and he knows how to juggle. He's got general knowledge out the wazoo. Never have said that word before. <laughs> and he knows how to charm the birds off a tree. <laughs> they show the nominees packing up, the three uh, nominated contestants packing their bags ready to go. Uh, Big Brother makes you pack when you're nominated and then unpack when you get back. Yeah, it's a real pain in the ass. Who wants to unpack a suitcase? When I go on holidays, I do not unpack my suitcase when I get there. No, who uses the like hotel's drawers? I don't want to put my clean clothes into dirty drawers or hang them up on in a stranger's cupboards. I'm, I'm just going to keep them in my bag where they belong. I I don't take them out when I get... I don't even unpack when I get home for like three months. So I'm not going to do it when I'm on holiday. <laughs> so I feel like this would be a big problem uh, between Big Brother and I is making me pack and unpack. I would just want to keep my bag packed the whole time. Yeah, Big Brother's like, Jace, stop rooting around in that suitcase <laughs> and put it into the drawers. They call me to the diary room. They're like, you still haven't unpacked. And I'm like, well, I don't want to because if I unpack, then I'll have to pack again. And then you're going to make me unpack again. And that's just a whole lot of shit that I don't want to keep doing. This is how I live. Take it or leave it. (laughs) I live out of washing baskets at home. I don't live out of drawers. This is is my comfort level. (laughs) Sarah Marie is having some deep and meaningful conversation, conversation with Johnny. And it's really beautiful. And Johnny is just eating an apple the entire time. Yeah. Who decided on that fruit? Apples Apples should be banned in the Big Brother house because they are the noisiest fruit. Why would you pick the noisiest fruit possible? Chomping, crunching on an apple. Bananas, good option. Yeah, bananas are a good one. Just like a soft pear. Basically anything but an apple. A nectarine, a peach, something that's not going to assault my ears every time I'm trying to listen to a conversation. <laughs> and you were saying that in the newest Big Brother, they always have apples as well, the one yeah. that's airing now. Yeah, they do always have apples. And then I saw someone say that like they wish they would turn the uh, mics off when they're kissing so you don't hear all like oh. the horrible yeah. lip noises. Like, yeah. Mm. And they said, I agree with that. They said it. it's like when you can hear a dog licking itself at night. <laughs> <laughs> which is so true. true it's like no one wants to hear that it's just so disturbing no. it's disgusting i was in an airport coming back from i think i don't know if it was when i was coming back from melbourne or when i was coming back from america but i was saying i know i'm i'm very worldly i travel i don't i've done it like three times in my life um I was in an airport watching, and on the TV they had like a Days of Our Lives or something, and these two characters were just going at it, just making out, and it was so loud. And I was sitting there in the airport just being like, this is the worst moment of my life. And it was on every TV in the departure lounge, every single fucking TV. And I was sitting there (laughs) having to listen to this, and I couldn't leave and go to the food court or anything because my flight was boarding soon, and I just had to sit there and listen to these people make out, and it took forever. Yuck. Oh, it's disgusting. So turn the microphones off when they're kissing. Don't give them apples. Two hard and fast rules that they should abide by. This is what they need us for. They need us to tell them these things. Yeah, consultants. Big Brother, if you're listening, we we know what we're talking about. And I assume you are listening. Big Brother is always watching (laughs) and always listening. So... Because it's an eviction, Blair's back in his um, fancy dress, three-quarter cargo pants, and (laughs) his, like, black suede skate shoes. 
got his business cargo pants and, <laughs> and his formal skate shoes on. <laughs> Makes me laugh so hard. The only way that would be a better outfit is if they were actually full length zip off ones and he zipped them off just, <laughs> just for the occasion. Let me just zip up my pants so that I can make a more formal atmosphere. <laughs> And then zip it off afterwards for the party. <laughs> Show a little bit of ankle there. <laughs> it's another really quick eviction. Like we mentioned last time, it was just Andy, it's time to go. Bang, bing, bang, boom. Uh, no drama, no suspense. And Johnny is crying. Andy's going and Johnny is crying his eyes out. Yeah, he's really upset. And he's like, I hate being such a big softie, blah, 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 blah. Even though he... <laughs> voted he i think he gave her two points yeah he nominated andy for two points and it's like mate you did this to yourself it's like fucking stop hitting yourself like you (laughs) you did this you did this yeah johnny is a bit of a a bit of a snake in some ways he is he really is he's always um uh, yeah (laughs) I have a lot to say about Johnny coming up. Yeah. It's kind of episode. like he thinks that he knows what like what's best for people. It's similar yeah. to how he was like, I think Gemma wants to get out and see her boyfriend. When Andy was evicted, he was like, well, you know, she's out. She'll be doing what she loves. She'll be doing Playboy or whatever. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm pretty sure she would have liked to stay in the house, but okay. Yeah, I feel like especially because she hadn't had sex with anyone yet and we all know that was her goal is she wanted to root and toot yep. before she left yep and they took that away from her the opportunity Johnny look what you've done thanks for nothing Johnny <laughs> <laughs> the up late the uncut editors were like damn it Johnny <laughs> how could you do this who's going to stand naked while they're reading out a task now <laughs> Gordon and Todd are having this interesting conversation in the backyard after Andy has been evicted. Everyone else goes inside and sits down and Gordon and Todd are out there and Gordon is telling Todd that he needs physical contact with a woman to survive in the house and he now he has to form that bond with someone else, which is very weird because from what we had seen previously, he was not interested at all in doing anything with Andy. Yeah. Um, he was very resistant to it. They did still sleep in the same bed, but he was, like, mm-hmm. putting her hands off of him, etc. Like, yeah. whenever she tried. So he needed to be close with her, but he or someone, but he didn't want it to go too far. I kind of, I kind of see where he's coming from. I don't need the physical affection, but I definitely... I, I have to have a crush on someone at all times or else I die. Yes, that is correct about you. You have had many weird little crushes over the years it doesn't matter who it is it doesn't matter who it is it can be anyone (laughs) okay um i just need i just i need it and i understand (laughs) where he's coming from like that but it is nice though especially if you're in a new environment to have like physical contact like that i can see why that would be yeah comforting I worked at Club Med on Lindemann Island. In It's a little island in the Whitsundays. We were the only resort on the island. It was a private island. And I worked there for like six months. And we, it was very similar. We always called it like a big brother situation. Is you're in very close uh, contact with a select group of people. You're all roughly the same age. You don't have anyone else apart from each other. And everything feels huge when you're there. So like... 
you have a crush on someone and it feels like love or you're dating someone and then it's like you've been dating them for a month but it feels like three years so I kind of get where the housemates like what they go through yeah interesting that you say that you were only there for six months because I've always assumed that you were there for a year or more just like based on the experiences that you had there which ties yeah I have a lot of experience okay let's put it this way the experience that I had at Club Med Lindemann Island in that six months is the experience that Andy wanted to get out of the Big Brother house. <laughs> I, I think I'll leave it at that, but you can, they, they don't call it Club Bed or Club Head for nothing. <laughs> I will leave it at that. Uh, coming off of that, um, Todd does nothing <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> yeah, t- they, so they walk, Todd and, and Gordon are going back into the house and Todd does something that I didn't realize, I didn't notice it, but Marianne, keen, keen eye. My Todd eye. My <laughs> Todd eye. <laughs> Marianne was like, I need something good for, for Todd Corner. I'm going to really analyze this. Um, he picks up Sarah Marie's pajamas, pajama pants, and he starts wiping his shoes off on them. So he was like walking across the wet grass. So his shoes are a bit... What a piece of shit. Yeah. And then... People in the house, in the, li- in the living room, they start telling Sam Marie that Todd's trying her pants on. Mm-hmm. She vaults over the couch. <laughs> I've never seen anyone move that fast in my life. She's over the couch in the blink of an eye. She's screaming, stop it, you stink. <laughs> Which is fair. Um, <laughs> and then she snatches the pants off of him and she's like, you stink, you don't wash your clothes, like, you're going to... Don't marinate in mine. <laughs> um, and then he's like... He's like, I do too. I do too wash my clothes, you freak. Which, like, yeah, is so rude for someone that... A, you don't wash your clothes and you don't shower. And B, well, according to the other housemates. And B, you were just wiping your, your <laughs> shoes off... On her pants. So on how someone are you? else's fucking clothes. Yeah. How are you the victim here? I had the complete fucking audacity of that man to do that and then call Sarah Marie the freak. I also <laughs> noticed that her pajama pants were on top of her suitcase. Pardon me, I just burped. Um, her pajama pants were on top of her suitcase. So they would have been the item that she, had, she was going to sign and auction off for charity because every leaving housemate brings an item of theirs that they used inside the house and they auction it off and the money goes to charity. So Todd has grabbed the pants that Sarah Marie was going to auction off to wipe his feet on. Yeah. Really ruined the value of it. Yeah. (laughs) Who does that? He's just so gross and we'll get into it more later, but he's just Mm -hmm. a gross man. I, that made me quite cross when you said that he did that because I didn't notice. I thought he was just touching her property and mucking around yeah no he's walking in from um gordon because they yeah they when they say he's trying on your pants he is holding them up to his waist but at that time it does look like he's he had already wiped his shoes off oh my god and gordon just stands there and watches him do it i bet if it was Gemma's pants he would have been like oi todd don't do that which we'll get into now yeah, so Gemma is really worried that now that Andy is gone, Gordon is going to be paying a lot more attention to her, and she doesn't want that. She really doesn't. As we know, Gemma has a boyfriend that she's in love with, yep. and also 
just doesn't like Gordon. (laughs) She thinks he's two-faced and, you know, obnoxious and all of that, which is stuff that we kind of pegged Gordon as from the start. Yeah. Um, She's talking to Lisa about it and Lisa's like, yeah, he's obsessed with you. And, like, when they're having conversations, he, he resents other people having opinions that aren't the same as him. But when Mm -hmm. Gemma says something, he's like, oh, yeah, I can see how that would, you know, Mm -hmm. be the case or whatever. You can suddenly see the other side of of the debate when Gemma says it. Yeah. And then Gemma's like, I would never go out with someone like him because I feel like he's the kind of person that would be, like, treat me one way, but then be, like, really rude or just even nasty to my friends. And she's like, catcha, like... I would never date someone that would treat me one way and treat other people like yep. shit, basically. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. And I can see and I can see why he would like her because she is his exact type. Thin, blonde, white woman. She's she's conventionally attractive. Of course he's into her. Yeah. That's that's his type. And uh, poor Andy never stood a chance. Not a white blonde woman and no you picked up on something that we missed talking about about gordon in the opening package yeah um in in the opening package i was so we we're both so distracted by um his stupid bike <laughs> that we didn't notice that one of his friends says that he doesn't do compassion he's not a compassionate man which is just like that is so i cannot imagine what you would have to be like for your friends to say that about you yeah for the producers to be like, tell us something about your friend who's going on national television and is going to be judged by the entire nation and you come out with, he doesn't do compassion. Yeah, it's not good. Mm-mm. And as we saw from that last season of Maths, which I don't watch, Married at First Sight, <laughs> <laughs> Australia turned on the girl that said she doesn't have any empathy. So mm-hmm. if only that had been the case of Gordon. No, but everyone loved him for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it was the hair. I will say about Gordon is that he really understands like the aesthetic that he's going for. He does commit to it, doesn't he? Yeah. I do like his um like wide loose jean look that he does with like the jersey kind of thing. Yeah, he's got the jersey and then he's got the wide-legged jeans. Ah, uh, yeah. I do like that. I had a pair similar to that and I okay, I had a pair similar to that that were tight on the hips and then just from the hips they just went real loose. But Combining that with the Blair aesthetic that we've just created for him, they were also zip off at the bottom. <laughs> so they zipped off into, <laughs> into three quarters. Beautiful. Sarah Marie and Johnny are in bed talking about Todd. Yep. <laughs> Apparently he hasn't washed his hair. Well, you can't wash matted hair. But this is after he's cut it off. Yeah, you think that you'd wash that straight away, honestly. The first thing I would do is if I cut if I cut off my white person hair dreads, I would never have them, but if I did and I cut them off, the first thing I would do is wash my hair. Absolutely. But he hasn't apparently done that. Yeah. And while he's while this conversation's going on, Gordon is in the lounge with Todd, Ben, Lisa and Blair, and he says to Todd, "You have to wash your underwear tomorrow because they've got chunks in them." Oh what? god. And then Todd says, I don't wear any. Yeah. 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 He says he doesn't, he bought one pair of undies in Mm -hmm. and that normally he doesn't wear them because he just doesn't like them. I listen, understand. You don't have to wear underwear if you don't want to, whatever. But 
if you're not wearing underwear though you have to be washing your clothes regularly washing your clothes you have to wash your clothes if you're not wearing underwear yep it's like he heard you don't have to wash jeans and he just went sweet i'm not gonna wash jeans but he didn't take into account that most people wear underwear with jeans exactly and you still have to wash your jeans if they get dirty yeah for example yeah you're not wearing underwear and you're sweating directly into your jeans just the way that the way that they that gordon says to todd they've got chunks in them just made me just it made my stomach go it was like that why would you say that yeah and sarah marie's saying that his corner of the bedroom is putrid and i believe Mm -hmm. that um i believe it too at one point she says i'm sorry to his girlfriend but he stinks i don't know what she sees in him because he doesn't have much going for him yeah and she's right yeah she says he doesn't have respect for himself and he's had two showers in three weeks yeah it's just gross like i get it i i have been horribly depressed i have gone a long time without showering however if you're in a situation where you are living with strangers in a house you have to respect them at least enough to shower yeah that's like that's not why he's not showering though he just doesn't want to no it's feral he doesn't want to shower he doesn't want to wear underwear i respect his choices if he's living alone whatever i don't care but he the fact that you're living with 11 other people or 10 other people now yeah in very close quarters yeah like you're sleeping six to a room i stretch it sometimes if i'm depressed i'll stretch the time between showers definitely but i'm not on big brother (laughs) <laughs> yeah and also like he's running he's spending a lot of the day in the sun like sweating mm-hmm. sweating running around he's doing exercises and like yoga classes he's drumming <laughs> that's gonna take a lot out of you yeah constant drumming like that's gotta work up his sweat <laughs> i just think you have to have a little bit more respect for the people you're living with in that situation yeah he just doesn't have respect for anyone he except himself so Gordon bags as Andy's old bed, so he's got the double bed now. Maybe he was hoping to share it with Gemma, <laughs> but that's not going to happen. No, Gemma's in the there's two rooms, and they've already like decided. Well, speaking among themselves, that one room is like the nice, clean, quiet room, mm-hmm. and the other room is disgusting. Yeah, and Gemma is in the nice room. Yes, and I think she's going to stay there for as long as she can. Yeah. Well, she did mention that it's the only place in the house that she feels like completely relaxed so then the last two things i have on my list is i've written down todd teaching ben to juggle how is he more annoying with this haircut (laughs) um he's more annoying and i also wrote overachiever school captain stays up late juggling i respect it so it closes out on ben staying up super late everyone else is in bed and he's just there trying to juggle just trying to learn how to do it so they can pass the task which i respect a lot yeah good for you ben so now we've got day 16 and nominations. It opens with Gemma showering in a bikini and Todd still won't shower. He goes into the bathroom and you think, oh, he's going to shower. No, he just goes up to the mirror, looks at himself, brushes his teeth, at least does that. Then asks Gemma to cut his hair more and asks if he has to wash it before she cuts it. And Gemma says no. Gemma, babe, you should have insisted. This- this was the opportunity, Gemma, that you should have taken on behalf of the rest of the house. Say, yes, like, I cut Michael's hair for him. 
I always, even if it's relatively clean, I always make sure he washes it before I cut it because I don't like the feeling of old hair, like just lived in hair at all. And it just cuts better. I've never in my life met a hairdresser who voluntarily cuts dirty hair. Yeah. Especially his hair. It's been unwashed in those moldy dreads for however, who knows how long. Probably years because... Judging by the length of them, yeah, I would say years. Mm-hmm. And look, dreads, when they're with the right hair type, are not you can gross wash them. and disgusting. And yeah, you can wash them because it doesn't mess with the integrity of them because that's designed for that kind of hair. Todd just does not have that kind of hair. So no, when, mean, we when, say, we're saying, when we're saying dreads in this uh, scenario, it's just matted hair. Yeah. It's, it's literally not, just matted hair that they've just, yeah. Yeah, when we say disgusting dreads, we mean that these particular dreads are disgusting because they are. We're not uh, not saying that people with, you know, we're not saying that black people who have dreads are disgusting with their dreads. Not at all. Just this guy. No, because that's a proper hairstyle. It's not matted hair. Exactly. His is not a protective hairstyle. It's damaging his hair, not protecting it. So I just want to put that out there. And then Todd actually does shower. They show Todd getting in the shower, but he doesn't wash his hair. So that's another uh, X next to Todd's name there. I don't want hairdressers to touch my hair if I haven't washed it. Oh, it's so embarrassing. And they don't like touching your dirty hair. No, that's why I'm baffled that Gemma was just like, no, you don't have to wash it. Is she a people pleaser? Is she just upset or worried about upsetting someone or rocking the boat? Yeah. Like he's going to nominate me because I told him that he had to wash his hair. (laughs) They're doing their grocery shopping for this week and I am stressed out just watching it. It stresses me out. I don't like it. It just, so many decisions have to be made and people aren't happy with other people's decision decisions yeah. with what they're getting. There's like a bit of, a tiny, a teensy bit of drama this episode because Gemma wants lip gloss mm-hmm. and she wants specifically the Astralis brand. I get it. I, I I can imagine exactly which one. I'm pretty sure I know exactly the one she's talking about because I obsessively applied the same one as a teen. It was <laughs> in, not because of Gemma, but it was just my favourite. It was a yeah. clear lip gloss with the wand in a squared off long clear uh, container. Gorgeous. And I would apply that over and over and over again, obsessively, over and over. So I, I understand <laughs> Gemma needing lip gloss. Uh, but the rest of the house, not the rest of the house, it's Shana. Let's let's be real. Shana has a problem with it. <laughs> yeah. She has an issue with that. She really does. Like Shana, little miss, let's get three bottles of wine and a bottle of vodka, has an issue with someone getting a tube of lip gloss. Yeah, Shana, this is a little bit later, but we're talking about it. So the conversation where Shana like sort of kicking up a stink. She thinks that the public will hate Gemma, don't like Gemma. Because mm-hmm. she's too perfect. Yeah, she goes off. She says, look at that body. Women do not want that body on television. Which is a bit of projecting. Yeah, uh, a Shana. lot of projecting. She starts, she does the whole, I love it to death, but, which is when you know it's going to be something real fucking bitchy. <laughs> look, I love it to death, but everything, she gets everything she wants because she's cute. Yeah. Yeah, the whole... Uh, issue she's having is that Gemma gets everything she wants because she's cute and I don't get anything I want because I'm not cute yep even though she's also like thin and blonde blonde and white yeah and she's not even that old she's only 35 
Yeah, she calls herself an old hag. Yeah. And I'm just like, I feel like it's more like your attitude that is the problem. Mm-hmm. Which is Definitely. a real shame this week. Because last week I um, had hopes for Shana. Yeah. Um, she just and then this crushed week, them. Oh, boy. See, in this conversation, this is happening at like 2 a.m. and everyone's drunk. It's Todd, Shana, and Peter? Is I think it? it's Peter, yeah. Peter? And they're all drunk. And Shana's going off. She's on her soapbox. And Todd, I'm so sorry to say, Todd makes sense here. And he was like, $5 for a lip gloss is fine in the grand scheme of things. He's like, who cares? And then she's talking about how she no one likes her. And, like, people aren't going to like her, but people, you know, everyone's, well, she kind of flip-flops between saying everyone's going to love Gemma because she's skinny and also saying that no one's going to like her because she's too perfect. And Todd is there going, no, no, be fair, come on, that's not, you know, whatever. And I will, as much as I cannot stand Todd, I do like that he said that and stood up to Shana in that moment and was like, no, that's not the issue. We've spoken about this before. She got everything she wanted and that off no end because she's cute and she, I'm sorry I love her to oh, death yeah James is great but she got everything she yeah, wants because she's cute like, yeah. Shana, I'm an ugly old Shana, I don't get anything Shana, I want she's Shana, cute she gets what she wants that? no seriously are we talking no Toddy yeah sweetheart no Toddy he's not getting it no 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 maybe no shush I'm not Right she's got a great she's attitude. Not. Shut up. Have we had this? Have we had this discussion? Seriously. Have we? Like a night ago. I, I just don't want to be in. A, I just don't want to be in a voting population with her. That's no, for sure. that's not what I'm saying. We had this. We had this conversation two nights ago. So I'm going to lose about. Or... Yeah, we had this conversation two nights ago about who was going to get voted out first, whether they were nominated or not. It's such a sad thing, isn't it? That's why it goes. Also. That entire conversation, she is refusing to look at Todd. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that? Yep. She's like staring straight ahead, talking, and he's sitting like to her right. And he's trying to, to even her. sort of get into her eye line, and she's just not receptive to yeah, it. She it's... wouldn't look at him. She was replying to him, but she wasn't looking at. Wouldn't look. She at him. was upset, and yeah, I think it's hundred percent because he was not agreeing with her. Yeah. Credit to you. I have a few more notes before we get into the nominations. Yeah. Ben goes to Big Brother again, takes it upon himself to be school captain. Yep. And tries to get an exemption for Gemma from the um, circus tasks because of her bad wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why he had to go do it and not Gemma. He, he really <laughs> has kind of appointed himself the leader of the 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 island the lord of the flies <laughs> yeah i've got the shell i will yeah. be speaking <laughs> i i did think it was kind it was quite sweet that he went and it was sweet and did it yeah but i just think it's funny like the pattern of him yeah. being the one that grows to big brother and like yeah as the dad or the leader or whatever 
because he's only 21 too yeah exactly he seems so much i think that's why i thought he was so much older watching it and then why i was so shocked when i found out he's only 21 is because he's so mature yeah he has like such a strong sense of responsibility for like the entire group yeah pete's pissed off because people are sunbaking instead of taking the task seriously and him and johnny and blair are learning to make balloon animals he is so annoyed Oh, he's not the happy. People are just chilling out by the pool. That they're all, yeah, the, there's like a line of the girls sunbaking. And he's like, oh, they should be on the stilts. Mm-hmm. They should be mastering that unicycle. For what? We've said it before, but why do they stress themselves out so much? They're allowed to eat. They still have the basics. They're not going to starve. They just don't get their wine or their vodka or very much money to spend the following week on their luxuries. I don't understand why they all care so much. I was thinking, like, the amount of alcohol that they drink and then they're hungover and stuff. I would hate to be hungover like that. Oh, my God, me too. One of the reasons that I quit drinking, one of the many, is that I just didn't – it didn't – the payoff wasn't enough as well. I would rather not do it and not be a dickhead and then feel like shit the next morning. It's hard enough being hungover in your own home, in your own bed, where you can get McDonald's. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're doing it on national television. I don't know why you would do that to yourself. No. Sarah Marie is on the stilts and I I would immediately fall and break my neck if I was to do that. <laughs> I like Gemma sprained her wrist just hitting a volleyball. Why why are they putting them on stilts? I thought it was so weird. The stilts to get on the stilts they had to put knee pads on, but yep. they don't have to put uh, and elbow pads, I think. They don't have to wear a helmet. Yeah, isn't that what you'd be worried about? Cracking your head open, not not dislocating your knee or something. Yeah, I, I think my head, yeah, cracking my head open <laughs> because I fell <laughs> off the stilts in the Big Brother house. Yeah. The only safety protocol they have is, like, four of the men gather around you as you're walking on the stilts. Holding <laughs> them. Sort of like, what are they like going to do? You fall. I can 100% guarantee that if she fell, they would have scattered. Yeah, they wouldn't have been able to catch her because there's only, like, yeah, there's only three or four of them there. And, and she she's falling fell. from quite a height. Yeah. They're giant stilts. They're huge. And mm, I mm, I don't know if you'd get me on there. Christina, Peter, and Blair are working together to teach each other to unicycle, and it's very cute, and I don't understand how people are saying that there's drama between the three of them because it's adorable. Yeah. It's so vicious, the, um, the, I guess, the drama surrounding Christina and those two men, because mm-hmm. she's really not doing anything. Like, none of them she's are doing not. anything. Clearly, she's only friends with Blair. Like, yeah, it's obvious. And they're trying so hard to make drama out of nothing. And it's not even the producers that are trying to make the drama. It's fucking Shana and Lisa. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think a motorbike or something just went past. A hoon. Yes, a hoon. If uh, my neighbourhood group is anything to go by. <laughs> Are you ready for nominations? Yep, let's get into nominations because I'm happy about them this week. Oh. Because Todd gets his first nomination. And who gives it to him? We will find out. First one in the nomination hot seat is Blair. He gives two points to Shana and says, she's starting to annoy me. Yes, Blair. Yep, fair enough. Yes. And one point to Pete for disconnecting from the main group, which is, I mean, I thought Blair and Peter were good friends. Yeah. Um, 
I can see that he's disconnecting from the main group because he's got Christina. Yeah. And Blair. He spends all his time with Christina and Blair. And now Blair's nominating him for spending too much time with him, maybe? <laughs> Blair's just, like, trying to um to instigate further drama. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be like, so you know what? good for They've my career. They've stopped talking about They've stopped talking about the love triangle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the love triangle will be so good. Some sort of scandal. He's like, if I can get Pete out, then maybe people will stop giving me shit. <laughs> maybe. Gordon is next. He... Oh, we should have gone through, actually, before we continue i want to know who you would have nominated for two points and why um for two points i'm nominating todd again obviously (laughs) um for being just a filthy human being Mm -hmm. um for one point uh i i was actually thinking blair this week just because i'm (gasps) sick of his it's like like he's baiting johnny Mm, i can see that big brother accepts your nominations thank you for me two points todd same reasons as yours he Mm -hmm. he's annoying he would be terrible to live with and he's disrespectful and i can't stand him one point i'm gonna give to shana this week just because she's annoying the shit out of me i did not like that conversation that she had with peter and todd i think she needs to grow up she's 35 years old come on mate absolutely that's that Okay, um, yeah, Big Brother accepts your nominations. Thank you, Jace. Thank you so much, Big Brother. Uh, also, I think you're doing an amazing job, and uh, thank you for everything you've done. That's for the enough. That's enough. Wait. <laughs> you're not going to get special. <laughs> God damn it. But I want a football jersey. <laughs> you've, we've given you one. That's You'll out your limit. Can I have another copy of Lord of the Flies? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I like Ben. He seems sweet. Uh, jumping back in Gordon two points to Pete he says he's sedated and non-lively most of the day yeah (laughs) yeah and then he gives um Ben another nomination for being young again yeah like what did you expect him to grow up in a week (laughs) (laughs) it's like Ben because he's younger than the rest of us and doesn't have a lot to say um Blair is literally 20 years old. Also, I think Ben does have a lot to say. I just don't think you're listening to him. Exactly. And he's doing a morning reading of Lord of the Flies. Are you... <laughs> That's a Where lot. are you when that's happening? See, Gordon probably doesn't think that Ben has a lot to say because Ben probably doesn't agree with Gordon's points. So it's not that he doesn't have a lot to say. It's that what he has to say doesn't interest Gordon and doesn't align with Gordon. Yeah, I don't think Gordon is really accustomed to people that don't argue with him Mm -hmm. that makes sense whereas like i don't think ben would waste his time arguing about something that like you know he feels the way he feels and that's that yeah because you're not going to change gordon's mind sometimes it's just too exhausting to argue with people when you know you can't change their mind yeah exactly lisa gives two points to christina for some reason she doesn't say why but i saw it coming because lisa kind of has a little bit of a uh I don't want to say internal misogynistic uh, thing going on, but it kind of feels that way at some times. Mm-hmm. And then one point to Pete because she feels like they'll have less in common with each other down the track. Okay. Todd gets his first two nomination points. Finally. Pete gives them to him for being selfish. And Big Brother accepts your nomination. Peter, say no more. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I felt bad because Peter walks into the diary room. I'm, I was thinking, oh, he's looking rough. <laughs> and then... Aww. <laughs> his, like, fringe is, like, plastered to his forehead. Um, and then he voted for Todd, and I was like, oh, sorry about that. Peter. Oh, he looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Pete's never done anything wrong in his life. Yeah, exactly. He's great. Thank you. Um, it's later revealed that he's really hungover. That's why he looks yeah. like that. <laughs> and then he gives one point to Gordon for being too much. Well, well, well. Looks like Peter might be as smart as they say. Ooh, he knows wine and he knows idiots. <laughs> Christina gives two points to Todd for being selfish. That's my girl. Thanks, Christina. And a point to Gordon. She doesn't give a reason or we, we're not shown her reason. But it's interesting that Pete and Christina's nominations line up perfectly and it makes me wonder if possibly they were discussing them. Hmm. Or maybe they're just so in sync that they... Oh, <laughs> oh my God, they're meant to be. They're soulmates. Uh, no, she's my soulmate. No. <laughs> Johnny gives two points to Shana and says they have nothing in common but he was just cuddling with her the night before. Oh, Johnny is honestly a snake. Yep. And then he put he gives a point to Christina for playing the boys against each other, which we have already established she's not fucking doing. He says playing all the boys off against each other and then he went, "Oh, well at least two of them." No, she's not. She's not at all. She's simply existing as a beautiful woman who has a kind heart. Yeah. That people are drawn to. So, fuck you. And wants to learn how to ride a unicycle. Yeah, she's... Yeah. (laughs) Can't fault her for that. I think she's one of the only um, out-of-the- women that is, like, really gung-ho about actually learning the task. Yeah, she's the only one of the girls that's, like, always trying to give it a go. Even better than some of the boys is, you know... Mm-hmm. She's trying. Shana gives two points to Christina because she's guarded. Maybe because you keep coming at her like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she gives one point to Sarah Marie for being a bit young and a bit whatever. Okay. Next challenge should be Shana growing up. <laughs> ben doesn't give, well, we're not shown Ben's reasons, but he gives two points to Pete and one point to Shana. Yep, fair enough. Gemma gives two points to Gordon. Because he's full on and makes her uncomfortable. Also, she says, two points I'm going to give to Flash. That's Gordon. Yeah. (laughs) He makes her uncomfortable. I would stop using his nickname, to be honest with you. Because Mm -hmm. using someone's nickname shows familial... I can never get this fucking word out. Familiarity. (laughs) Familial... Familiar. (laughs) Shows you're familiar with someone. And comfortable with them. And if you're using his nickname, that kind of... I would stop using that immediately. Oh, yeah. I would, yeah, be formal term, term, ter, uh, yep. terms. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't talk either. It's <laughs> contagious. Formal terms only. Yeah, I would be using his full Christian name. Then <laughs> <laughs> she gives one point to Christina because they haven't had a chance to click yet. Todd gives two points to Sarah Marie because they have nothing in common. Yeah, no shit, because she's great and you are a slob. Yeah. And then one point to Shana because he reckons that if they spend any longer together in the house, they would kill each other. I would love to see that. (laughs) I think that's a reason they should both stay. If that's, yeah, if that's going to be the end result, then fine. (laughs) They should have to be chained together for a task or something. (laughs) 
<laughs> Could you imagine being chained to Todd? Oh. oh. Uh, Sarah Marie also, we're not shown her reasons, but she gives two points to Shana and one point to Todd. Good girl. Then they announce the people who are up to nominate up for nomination is Shana, Christina, and Peter. And Shana immediately, when she hears her name, stands up, storms off, and slams the door behind her. She slammed the bedroom door before they've even finished the announcement. Yep, because her name was read out first, uh, and she was not happy. No, she did not handle that well. <laughs> no, she did not. It didn't even give it a second to sink in. It was like Shana. She's up off the couch. She's. <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> yeah, she was out of there. They should call her Flash. <laughs> the next day is the fallout from nominations. Yeah. So Shana stormed off. Gemma followed her. And then Shana is in bed underneath the covers. And it's like, I don't care. I'm going to bed. Seems like you do care, Shana. And also grow up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it's, if I've said it enough. It's 10 a.m. She's in bed. She's like, I'm cool. I'm fine. You're obviously not. Um, she's also convinced that Gemma nominated her mm-hmm. so i feel bad for Gemma this entire episode because Gemma thinks that they're friends and keeps yeah. going um trying to comfort her and help her make her feel better and shana is so rude <laughs> see the first per- well, the only person to get up and go after shana after she stormed off like a little baby was Gemma. yeah she was the only one to go and check on her and then shana just completely shit talks Gemma the whole time and Gemma's there being sweet checking in on her and Shana's just like no go away I don't care I'm cool I'm cool something I will say here this episode Shana reminds me so much of my mother oh god (laughs) this is exactly the kind of shit that she used to pull with like no one likes me fuck is all and all that kind of stuff it's like oh my god I was like triggered (laughs) watching it I was like oh my god Christina is sad. She thinks that people voted for her because she's boring. Yeah. It was really... Poor Christina, man. But really it's because she's so interesting that they're all jealous of her Mm -hmm. relationship with the boys. Exactly. And see, the thing is, Christina does try with people. It's just they they already decide... They already decided how they feel about her. Yeah. I think um, there's a lot of, like, underlying jealousy... Because yeah, for sure. Peter is sort of like one of the prized males in that group. For some reason. And immediately he attached himself to Christina. Yeah. But you can't have a dig at Peter because he's the cool one. So it's easier to like talk shit about Christina. Yeah, exactly. And she's the it's a lot easier to pick on someone who has very low self esteem than it is to pick on someone who doesn't give a shit. Yeah. So Christina's having a little moment with Peter in bed and he's comforting her. And then Shana runs into the room screaming, like a fucking dickhead. But she's acting like they couldn't have nominated her either. (laughs) Yeah. She's, she goes around being like the only people I'm not upset with are Peter and Christina. And they didn't nominate her, but they very well could have. Yeah, they just because def- they're up yeah. for nomination doesn't just mean they didn't. Nomination doesn't mean that they don't hate her. <laughs> she says she's not doing the task, and she's not talking to any. Uh, well, she says this is something that 
it was beeped out and I didn't know what she said, but then they did cut to it in the uncut episode that we'll talk about next episode. So I did, I did get what she'd beeped out. She says, I'm not doing the task. And she goes, I'm not talking to any of those cunts out there. Yeah, she drops a C word. The most aggressive word I think you could use for them, she's decided to drop. Yep. And then half an hour later, she's crying by the pool. And then she just gets back in bed. Yeah. And then, like, Sarah Marie is trying to be nice to her because she was nominated the week before. And Charlotte's mm-hmm. just like, fuck you. Like, she's giving them the finger. Like, she's Yeah, just... she's, like, giving everyone the finger. Fuck you all. I'm not talking to yous. You're, yous are all a pack of cunts and a pack of two-faced cunts. I'm like, fuck, mate. Like, this is the game that you signed up for. And also, yeah. you have participated in this. Yeah. You've done it to other people. Like, it's not, like, a personal attack. That's what she's saying, though, is that... The first week, they were nominating for reasons that weren't really reasons. And she's like, now it's personal. Now it's because they don't like me. It's like, look at the way you're acting. Exactly. Fucking hell. And while she's in bed, Johnny comes up and cuddles her and has a cuddle and a kiss with her. And it's like, it's okay. Oh, don't worry about it. And what a piece of shit because he nominated her. He did the exact same thing with Andy. He's making a habit of this. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. Like, Shana is there being like he's like oh it's not personal don't worry about it and she's like i know oh i'm so sorry yeah i know and he's just slithered his way into her good graces again somehow yeah she's convinced that he didn't nominate her but she's convinced that mm-hmm. Gemma did just yeah because she hates Gemma because she's skinny yeah <laughs> shana says i look like a bag of shit when i cry <laughs> and then johnny says that's all right oh god <laughs> Uh, Not, no, you don't. Just, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> and she, oh my God. Then she says, some people I want to shoot right now. Yeah. She wants to shoot Gemma. She goes, backstabbing piece of shit. But she's talking to Johnny, who is the real backstabbing piece of shit. Johnny is, yeah. I, <laughs> it's so, he just keeps doing it. Yep. I don't even know what to say at this point about Johnny. I don't understand what is going on in his mind. He's probably thinking like, oh my God, I'm amazing. I'm doing, I'm playing the game so well, but it just, it's, you're not. Not really. You're really not. Christina says, I've just been alone for so long and oh my God, everything she says makes me so sad. I know. Like, she's been beaten down by pretty much everyone in her life. Well, she was a ballerina, so... Yeah, that actually, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Gemma's so nice to Shana, and Shana does not fucking deserve it. No, she really doesn't. Yeah, Gemma's trying really hard. And Gemma really feels concerned about the way that Shana is feeling. Mm -hmm. And Shana's just like, I'll kill you. (laughs) Yeah. See, Shana's spewing about how people haven't done half of what she's done in the house and they should be up for eviction instead and wah, 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 poor me, I'm the best and I shouldn't, you know, ugh. Yeah, I don't know what she's talking about there either. Yeah, me either. Sarah Marie's like, she should be more mature for her age. (laughs) She's right, though. Yeah, she's 100% right. She should be more mature for her age. You're 35 years old, love. And it's a game. Yikes. Shana assumes that Christina and Pete think they're safe because they're a couple and she's got in her head that this is a fake relationship to keep them safe in the house. But that would put more of a target on their back. Like, 
it's not I don't I don't know what her rationale is there. Yeah, because the majority of the house don't like it. Exactly. No one likes it. They're a couple. It's not going to keep them safe from nominations. And I feel like it it wouldn't keep them safe from the public vote because of that. Yeah. Because there's going to be people that like Peter and aren't going to want him and Christina together. Absolutely. I noticed this episode... I had noticed it before, but I hadn't confirmed it, that Peter has the a black flag tattoo. Um, yes. That's, like, bled together on his arm. So it's kind of just, like, a black splodge. Like, four black rectangles, like, but connected. Yeah, they've bled into each other. School Captain Ben is cooking dinner. He's making lentil soup. And he is cutting potatoes in the most unhinged way I have ever fucking seen. <laughs> the way he's holding them and the knife and it's just like he he's it's like he's never held a knife and cut vegetables in his life before yeah i know (laughs) it was very kendall jenner trying to cut a cucumber (laughs) i thought that too see now you know you're doing it wrong when both of us think what's going on there (laughs) but it paid off because his soup is a hit. Yeah. Todd says, this is so close to a mum meal. I'm going to kiss you goodnight tonight. No, thank you. Very weird thing to say. They all eat it really awkwardly sitting around the coffee table instead of the giant dining room table that's right there. Yeah, it's almost as if they're like, oh, no, this dining room table is f- for shopping lists only. <laughs> we must <laughs> sit in the lounge bad room. bad memories only. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you only sit in the lounge room to eat if you've got shit all over your dining room table, which I do most of the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or because the TV's in that room. Yeah, And exactly. they don't have a TV to watch. So why are they sitting there and their dining table's Soup clear? It's such an awkward thing to eat out of your lap also. Yeah. But it's a hit. It's uh, good for Ben. Good on him. Yeah. Thanks, Ben. Shana, at this point, when Ben's cooking, Shana's hanging out with the chickens instead of the rest of the housemates. Um, I guess because the chickens can't vote and she feels safe in there. (laughs) After dinner, Christina, Gemma and Sarah Marie are chatting about Shana and they are talking about how she needs to grow up. And Christina has been so mature through this, this nomination and everything. She's been so measured. She's been taking her moments to be upset, but she's been with the group. She's been interacting and blah, blah, blah. And Christina says that she needs to assess what she's done to upset people. Mm-hmm. in the house and get nominated yeah and that is just the complete opposite of how shana's dealing with things yeah shana's just made everything so much worse for herself because how do you come back from that <laughs> yeah exactly you spitting the dummy yeah it's like even you don't get evicted because somehow the public doesn't hate your tantrum and then <laughs> you've got to live with the people that you fucking stuck the finger up at for a week yeah and then it's like and then next week what you think you're not going to get nominated again mm. the next day i believe is day 17 but i'm getting all the days mixed up because of how they've titled the uh, videos on youtube i think it's day 17 yeah. it opens with gordon and johnny doing crunches and making the most horrific sounds i've ever seen I've ever heard oh that gave me the ick oh yuck turn the microphone off like we've mentioned turn it off when they're kissing turn it off when they're eating turn the microphone off when they're exercising please i do not need to hear it yeah no thank you johnny takes time out of his stomach crunches to greet shana and she completely ignores him and just goes back to bed because <laughs> <laughs> she's still having a strop Gemma's wrist really hurts from when she hurt it with the volleyball 
they're looking at it and it's swollen. And then she says, Lisa, your room smells. And Lisa says, it's probably Todd. (laughs) (laughs) And now that everyone else in the house hates him, hating on him just seems a little bit too easy and it feels mean. (laughs) I feel like I'm bullying him now. (laughs) Now it's crossed over into bullying territory. Now that we have the numbers. (laughs) Yeah, when it was just us, it was a fun little thing we were doing. And... (laughs) Now everyone hates him and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> People are having a serious conversation about Shana's attitude. I didn't write down who was involved, but there's a serious conversation going on by the pool about Shana's bad attitude. And the whole time Gordon is blowing up a dolphin by mouth. Oh yeah. He's like trying to find it. There's like a hole in it or something. Yeah. He's trying to find the hole. He refers to it as this horny little bugger. he goes i don't know where you are mr hole oh no this horny little bugger's got a hole in him (laughs) why would you say it like that (laughs) yeah why why did we have to insert the word horny (laughs) this horny little bugger's got a hole in him i don't understand why that was necessary Shana's still in bed having his sook under the covers and Ben goes in to wake her up because, as we all know, he is the leader of the group and it is his job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's after midday and everyone's practicing for the task and she's still in bed. Although she threatened to throw the task, she's decided now that she's not going home. So now that, that, that she thinks she's – now that she's decided that she's going to last another week in the house, she wants to give the task a go. Yeah. Um, I think they're making a human pyramid. Oh, yeah, you could not pay me to participate in a human pyramid. Oh, well, I noticed um, they're trying to figure out who goes... They've done the bottom tier of the, the strongest men. And then they're trying to figure out who goes on the second tier. And they're moving Sarah Marie around, and she says she's really heavy. And then Peter goes, mm-hmm. you're not as heavy as me. And then Sarah Marie says, yeah. And then Peter goes, what, 80 kilos? And then Sarah Marie goes, yeah. And then Peter goes... Jesus. Yeah. I was like, excuse you? Like, mate, we know you're shacking up with a ballerina, but other people are heavy. Like, 80 kilos isn't even that heavy. Oh, I'd love to be 80 kilos right now. I, it's, I, I, I don't think I've been 80 kilos since high school. I think when I was 80 kilos was when I was like size 14, living life and mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's not, it's not that, Yeah. Yeah, 80 kilos is not... Anyway, I yeah, I noticed that too. That was quite... <laughs> <laughs> His reaction to a normal human weight. Yeah. It's like that uh, TikTok audio that's like, I need to talk to a fat person. I need, I yeah. need to talk to a fat person. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was exactly that. Uh, then they showed Gemma doing Todd's hair. And she, I, she does not look like she knows how to cut hair. Yeah, maybe she's more of a makeup gal. Yeah, I I feel like maybe she's a hairstylist rather than a hairdresser. Ah, uh, yeah. She she's kind of been appointed the hairdresser in the house, but it, yeah, I don't think she knows how to cut hair because she's kind of picking up pieces and just cutting them straight up, straight across. That would actually make more sense when she was talking about the industry that she's in. If she was a makeup mm. artist and hairstylist, mm. not a hairdresser working at a salon. True. I wonder if anyone knows that she doesn't actually know how to cut hair because I noticed it straight away. Gemma goes to the diary room and sees a doctor and the doctor says that her wrist will take 18 months to heal. 
and she needs to get some sort of steroid injection. Jesus. I don't know why they haven't made her leave the house yet if she's got a fracture that's going to take 18 months to heal. Mm-hmm. Because she's using it. They didn't really wrap it for her last week, the week before. No, she just had a bandage or something. Yeah. She should have had a splint on or something. Yeah, not... it should have been something more than... Because she didn't even have the bandage on all the time. No, they sh- they need to- she needs to be onto that. And she's always going on about how in her industry she needs her hands to work and her wrists to work. Yeah. So she should really be taking a little bit better care of that, I think. Yeah. I freaked out last year when I was um, sewing a lot, like embroidery. Um, I, like, hurt my hand. <laughs> Sorry, I hurt my hand playing too oh, much. Here we go, Gemma. Too much Animal Crossing. <laughs> Nintendonitis is uh, <laughs> what I had. Oh god! Um, oh my god! I seriously, I had to put my like thumb in like a splint thingy. That's what Gemma should have done. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe how much like Gemma you are for someone who's not a skinny blonde girl. <laughs> Spiritually, we are the same. <laughs> you have the same um, bone structure, but not like. <laughs> facially Build. or anything it's like this yeah <laughs> it's just the structure of your wrists is the same our delicate hands <laughs> yeah i had to put the splint on because otherwise i would just keep playing <laughs> it's like when you put a cone on an animal to stop them from licking at their stitches <laughs> them a new task he wants the housemates to make up a song and their reward for making this song is a movie night with pizza and they're all very excited oh they are so excited and while they're working on the song christina is crying her eyes out and i love her so much todd and johnny are choreographing it's not <laughs> it's not bad yeah actually, it's not it was bad good. johnny was the more cringe one in that yeah scene too. i was like uh dial it down a little todd kind of had the moves i'm not like i'm not saying that in a, like a oh go todd like he kind of did have the moves <laughs> i could see him in a boy band as like the disgusting one because there's always a disgusting <laughs> the classic one in the boy disgusting band. one in the boy band <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know one direction who's the disgusting one uh liam there you go um know. backstreet boys who's the disgusting one um <laughs> if you're trying to make a point it's not going well <laughs> the thing is you could say any name and I would believe you that they were in the Backstreet Boys because I don't know you could be like Martin and I'd be like yeah <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> I, I, I was watching them and I'm thinking yep not bad Todd's doing well and then he does the humping move uh, and I'm like yep that's really it you dope. fucked it mate it's gone. Great job, Todd. Big Brothers gives them a whiteboard for the task, but they're mm-hmm. only allowed to write song lyrics on there. They yes. can't write anything else. Um, but they're having like a brainstorming session. <laughs> Blair's up at the whiteboard mm-hmm. and he goes, okay, shout out the words. And then Sam Marie yells out, horny! <laughs> <laughs> and Blair like nods and writes, he goes, horny, and writes it up on the board. <laughs> Oh my god. 
And then at that moment too, Todd's like sitting up on the coffee table in front of the whiteboard playing guitar. And mm-hmm. Ben goes, uh, hey, Todd, mate, do you want to move? And Todd goes, no, nah, I'm comfortable. And Ben's like, um, <laughs> so we can see the board. <laughs> yeah, he's just so oblivious. Oh, It's like trying to politely get him to move. And he's like, no, nah, I'm good here. I also maybe might not have taken that hint. I would have been like, no, I'm good. But coupled with what we know about Todd, it's a different situation. (laughs) So Todd and Blair are doing the music. Blair's on the guitar and Todd is, hmm, what could Todd possibly be playing? He's on the drums again. (laughs) He sure is. And then Gemma does a weird rap. Oh, yeah. Gemma, it's like when you are trying to tell someone, you're like, "What, what song is this? And you're trying to give them the lyrics without actually singing because you don't like your singing voice. Mm-hmm. So you're like, yeah, you know, and then a hero comes along with the strength to carry on. Yeah. But like, you it don't want to sing. <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. But that's, uh, that's how they ended that day. Day 18, Todd is in the shower. So he does clean himself. We have visual proof that Todd showers it actually starts he's washing his clothes as well but my first thought he's washing like a white t-shirt and my first thought was like oh my god he's strangling a bird (laughs) (laughs) my brain went there before it went to he's just doing laundry he's strangling a bird he's does he have them is it the mcdonald try ad (laughs) or whatever it is try (laughs) bed wedding animal abuse starting fires (laughs) As he had a recent head injury. Ben is filling up a water pistol. Apparently Gordon brought four little water pis- pistols in because he's the party boy. Yeah. And Pete, Ben and Todd and Gordon um, are having a water fight and then they go and wake Blair up by squirting him with water. Sucked in, Blair. <laughs> they're tiny water pistols, though. Yeah, they're like the kinds you get in kids' party bags. Yeah. They're very small. Sarah Marie's chilling out and she's like, I'm not going to stress myself over over the task and I agree with her I also would not want to stress myself (laughs) over the task they're trying to learn the unicycle and this is something that everyone is having trouble with not even not even Mr. Rides his bike too much can learn how to how to ride the unicycle yeah they're all struggling they can't even get like one full turn of the wheel nope absolutely not one shred of balance between the lot of them you would think if gordon rode his bike rode his bike so much he would be kind of probably the best one at it yeah yeah none of them can find the balance on even when they're holding on to two people no to keep them up they can't do it and look i would not be able to ride a unicycle i have terrible balance i have terrible coordination there's no chance not not a chance but as this is television, and they are there for our entertainment, I feel like they should be doing a better job. Absolutely. You're absolutely when, right. <laughs> the task comes around, the main task, and Big Brother gives them props and costumes that they've all got to get into. Uh, and they're all going through the, the costumes, and there's clown costumes. Gemma's a ringleader, which is very cute. And they have to set up the yard as well, as directed by a map. They yep. also have face paint, and... <laughs> they're all doing clown makeup but at one point every single one of them looks like a juggalo going to an insane <laughs> clown posse concert <laughs> it's shocking 
Um, Gemma ca- very carefully paints on like a curled moustache because she's the ringleader. It's very cute. Very um, distinguished. Peter paints another friggin' black flag thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's very anti-establishment and he needs us to know that. <laughs> Mr. Rich Boy, wine, what do you call it? The heir to a fucking winery. A sommelier or something like that. Yeah, his fucking family business is owning a winery and he, <laughs> he has to just let us all know that he's not like all the other rich white dudes. His, so what, so far he's got the tattoo, he was painting it on the ground. <laughs> yep. Now he's painted it on his face. Dude, they're not going to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, the cutest clown makeup was Christina because she paints like these big eyelashes on. Just, she would be used to getting into um, performance makeup for dance. Yes. So the task starts. We've got Gemma as the ringmaster, as we mentioned. Yeah, so Gemma's the ringleader, so she has the list of instructions. Only two people can fail their, their little tasks. And at random, they're assigned what they're doing. Yeah. So we've got Blair juggling, Gordon walking on stilts for 15 metres, Todd makes has to make two balloon animals. Johnny lassos a housemate. Shana twirls fire. Christina juggles. Uh, and boy, did that poor thing struggle with that. Yeah, because they have to juggle, isn't it for like three consecutive minutes? Yeah, it's a long time. And, it sh- and considering Christina is the one person in that house that just pretty much constantly practiced, and Ben as well, I feel really bad for her. Uh, Sarah Marie balloon animals or items lisa has to lasso a housemate and ben is on stilts i can't walk on my own two feet how are these guys walking on stilts (laughs) and not falling like i've been walking on my feet for 33 years and i still fall over regularly yeah sometimes my ankle just gives way yep i used to wear these really big platform sandals Mm. um everywhere Oh, I would fall so many times. I fell down the steps in a Hoyt cinema. Oh, no. And um, because I, my friend had bought me one of those giant Cokes, so I had to <gasps> hold it in two hands, and oh, I no. fell down the steps. But I kept, my priority was the Coke. So I kept that upright, but I skinned the shit out of both my knees. Oh, my God. And oh my God. then we watched Gone Girl. <laughs> Peter, the poor fuck, is assigned the unicycle task and he just can't do it. He can't get it up. He can't. He's, he's having performance anxiety. It's just not happening for him. <laughs> and then they do the pyramid as as the grand finale. Yeah, I think. Are they playing Rasputin? Like the. Um, with no vocals, Rasputin, the song? I didn't really pay attention to what they were playing. I think that's what it was. Wow. Just a, a little fun fact. The results are in, and they drum. I'm not good. I need Todd to do the drum roll. Oh. Well, it wouldn't even be good. It just like wait, that was better than I thought it would be. That was pretty good. All right, you do the drum roll. The results are in, and they. <laughs> they. <laughs> they... There's absolutely no suspense as they are told that they failed this week's task. Yeah, but then they go around and give them individual passes. Or yeah, fails. I would, I would die. I. 
the housemates that failed, this is what I've written down. I don't know if I missed any. Blair, Sarah Marie, Christina, Lisa, and Peter all failed. Yep, that's what I got. And then when they said that Peter failed, he was like, oh, what? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Because they did the pyramid, they got a reward. The reward was chocolate. (laughs) So they got two pieces of chocolate each. And while they're going through all this and looking through the chocolate and dishing it out, they all still have their face paint on. And it's the face paint is so thick and cracked and stuff. I I swear to God, I could feel it on my own skin watching them just... Yeah, it started to, like, flake off some of them too. Yuck. I the first thing I did after the task before I even got the results I would have been like I need to go and wash this stuff off my face if I wear foundation and I get home I have to wash it off straight away I I had yeah I had to stop wearing foundation because I just can't handle how it feels on me I don't like it but they don't seem to have a fucking problem with it at all so they get their (laughs) reward chocolate and straight away I think Blair makes a deal with Gemma because Blair doesn't really want his chocolate. So he makes a deal with Gemma that in exchange for his chocolates, she does his washing. It's a good deal for Blair. It's a very good deal for Blair. And I can't believe that Gemma wants chocolate that bad. Yeah, she says she'd do his washing for a week. A week for two chocolate bars. Not even king-size ones, just regular-sized... I think it was like a Kit Kat Chunky. Yeah. And what was the other one? I didn't even... Um, I don't know, but it didn't look good. No, it didn't look very good at all. It didn't look like a premium... (laughs) there's no way in hell that i would do some men's washing for in exchange for chocolate no what would you is there anything that big brother could offer you that would mean like that you would trade blair with for a week of washing Uh, i don't know i mean i know just day-to-day life there's not really a lot (laughs) yeah i'm not motivated by very much like (laughs) you really can't motivate me to do much with anything no i just don't think i want anything enough yeah it's just not gonna i can live without it as soon as i don't have it i can live without it yeah exactly like i've lived without it i don't really need it even with my career um pretty much every really good opportunity that i've had writing wise um has been handed to me by people that i know and (laughs) i am incredibly lucky to have have had that happen but also it's created this monster in me where i kind of won't work hard for anything (laughs) Forgive you to admit that. Um, I know I'm such a good person. <laughs> um, well, actually, maybe if I had been drinking Coke every day and then I got <gasps> yeah. cut off, Ooh. I would trade for that. But if I haven't been drinking Coke the entire two weeks that I've been in the house, yeah, because it'd be out of your system. Yeah, maybe it was like week, like a day four or something, and you were heavy in the withdrawals of Coke. Yeah, then I'd be like, cola. yeah, for one can, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably that maybe i would do it for like a a barista made really big soy caramel latte so both caffeine yeah <laughs> <laughs> for some reason todd is telling us okay oh okay i know what you're going to say so he starts telling this story because lisa who is mixed mm-hmm. race she's half yes she's um, her dad's from Papua New Guinea, or ma- her mom's from Papua New Guinea. Her mom's from Papua New Guinea. Yeah, her mom's from Papua New Guinea, and her dad is um, white Australian. Yep. And she's saying how she doesn't fit with either parent because it, neither parent looks like her parent. Yeah, she's talking about how when she's walking down the street with her mom, 
people don't think that she's brown enough to be like black enough to be her mum's daughter and when she's walking down the street with her dad people don't think she's white enough to be her dad's daughter yes which is fucked and i am mixed as well i don't have it as bad as the extent because i'm quite i pass quite uh often or well i have have people being like guessing that i'm other races that i'm not Mm-hmm. But a lot of people just assume that I'm white, which I used to love when I was a kid. I was like, fuck yeah. Um, but now I'm like, excuse me, you're erasing my identity. So I kind of get where she's coming from with that. Mm-hmm. And it can, it fucking sucks. Yeah. Especially because I have these little white children that I've had people say before, they're not your kids, are they? You're too brown to have kids like that. And it's like, well, <laughs> fuck you. So I, I get what she's saying. And then, <laughs> so she's talking about this profound, uh, very personal experience that she's had growing up being mixed race yeah with her identity and then todd comes in and he's like yeah yeah well i was born premature and i had jaundice yeah cunt me too like <laughs> he's like i was in a humidity crib yeah me too yes but jace how does todd connect this story to lisa's story <laughs> he needs something else from people of color because he's gotten rid of the dreads so <laughs> So Todd says this and then Ben goes, do you reckon that explains and then stops himself? (laughs) Did you hear Ben say that? (sighs) Do you reckon that explains? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. (laughs) Todd goes on to say his dad went and looked at the babies and the only baby in there was black. And that's how his story ends. Well, actually he says what the baby was black, but it was black Black as. <laughs> okay, we get it. It's not a white baby. Just stop. Like, just at this point, stop. I, um, it's like he realized that his premature jaundice story wasn't enough to relate or to trump uh, Lisa's mixed race story. So he had to add a black baby in there somewhere, even though that black baby was not him. It has nothing to do with anything. I don't understand where the that came. Well, I think the story was supposed to be his dad being like, whoa, that's my baby. Like... Yeah, that can't be mine. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, okay. It has nothing to do with Because I don't know. I don't know if anyone's picked up on this, but Todd is white. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And he's like, oh, my dad wasn't at the birth, so he didn't know I was, like, in the... um, the ICU. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so he just walked straight to the... He didn't go see you. What? (laughs) Yeah. He just goes to the nursery and sees the only baby in there and was like, that one must be mine. That okay, be that mine. explains a lot about Todd, actually. <laughs> Todd must get that. <laughs> wow, Todd is like his father, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, as, as I was saying that, I, I connected it. <laughs> oh, Shana, Shana decides to stick her nose into the Pete and Christina relationship again. She, she's saying that Pete and Christina want different things out of this relationship and she's telling Pete that Blair told her that Christina made a move on him and then he like rebuked her. Yeah, she said it really viciously as well. She said, yeah, he um, he told me that she made a move on her and he said, you're not getting anything. (laughs) Yeah. And like, there's no way that Blair would have said that like that. Yeah. No way, right? I'm not, I'm not an idiot for not believing Shana on this, am I? No, I didn't believe it either. And I just, I feel like if Blair had said that, it would have been dramatic enough that it was in the any show. of the shows. Yeah. I, and also, I don't see Blair confining, confiding in Shana at all for anything. 
No. It's just, she's just, she, she really fucking wants Pete, doesn't she? Yeah, she was, I think this was, like, her last-ditch attempt at, like, wedging herself in there between him and Christina. Yeah. She's so fucking, both of them are drunk at this point, definitely. Pete's definitely drunk because he's slurring his words and stuff. Yeah. And, and then he's saying, we just hold each other, like, there's nothing more going on. Yeah. Which, uh, when we get to the uncut episode, we know that that's not entirely true. But Shana is saying, I just think it's weird. There are four other straight guys in this house who haven't chosen to start a relationship. (laughs) So what? Because their other options are like you, Gemma has a boyfriend. (laughs) It's really just Lisa. Oh, and Samarie. Samarie's not interested. Yeah, Samarie's not interested. Let's be real. She doesn't give a fuck about the guys in that house. And why would she? No, she does not. The only available woman is Christina, and immediately she was taken by Peter. Yeah. So that's why none of the other people are fucking... Oh, Shana is really pissing me off. <laughs> yeah, that really annoyed me, that. Because it was just so cruel. Like, there was yeah. no good intentions there. It was just It was just mean. It was mean. It was self-serving. She just wanted to get a final little stab in there. It just pissed me off. Like, mind your own business. Grow up. Get over yourself. That's all I had for that episode. Yep. I just ended it with, uh, I just wrote down, Johnny brings Goon in to liven up the practice of the house song. (laughs) He, like, brings a whole box of Goon in. That's it. And then after that is just eviction, which I think maybe we've been going for too long to include it. Yep, we're at an hour 30, oof, whoops, an ooh. hour 34, so. Yeah, so we will cover the eviction, not next episode, because next episode is our uncut episode, but the episode after that will start off with the eviction, so leave you wanting. Yeah, it'll, it uh, gives you a chance to let us know who you think will yep. be voted out. And who you want to be commentary. Who do you want to be voted out? Who would you vote for? Yeah, let's have a discussion. Let's talk about it. So remember, up for nomination is Peter, Christina, and of course, Shana. Our good friend Shana. My mother figure. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for uh, this, this episode. Join us next week for Uncut. Big Brother will get back to you. Bye.